Morning, Los Angeles. Hope you got your flu shot. Reports in five states that a strange virus is going around, so if you're not feeling well, go home, take care of yourself. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason. Oh, and I'm Melissa. <laughs> and I am Duncan. And this is The Walking Dead cast episode 188, except this episode we're undergoing a transmogrification of sorts. Wow. For the next oh, seven episodes, maybe more, we are Fear The Walking Dead cast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this episode officially starts our coverage of Fear The Walking Dead People have been asking if it's going to be on the same feed or not. Um, you probably figured out it's on the same feed if you're hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, try to keep it simple. You figured it out. Um, most important, I'd like to welcome my two new co-hosts for <laughs> the duration of Fear the Walking Dead. That's Melissa Hutchison and Duncan McPherson. Yay. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Jason. Woo. Nice to be here. I'm so happy that both of you guys were into this because, um, the, you know, if you try to narrow down the people that you actually want to podcast with, it's a pretty small <laughs> list. <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. Well, gosh. As uppity well, gosh. as that sounds. Thank you. Honored to be on that list. Cool. I, me too. Right I consider that an achievement. I, I think we all have a we all have a, a, a certain dynamic that works well yeah. together. Yeah. I mean, I basically just want to podcast around people that I, well, that I like to be around. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's why Karen is not here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, no, people are like, what about Karen? And, you know, it, in case you didn't know, Karen died. No, just kidding. Oh, my God. She's dead. Karen, uh, anyway, keeps getting next. darker and darker. No, Karen, uh, just, uh, you know, she, only, she, I, with Karen, I like, I, I treasure her and I don't want to push her and burn her out and she loves doing the podcast yeah. but she didn't feel like doing more and doing another series and i said okay you're welcome to come on anytime but i'm not going to push you and uh so she's totally gung-ho to come back for walking dead once we're done with this and she's even coming to atlanta walker Stalker atlanta Sweet. to help run panels and awesome. all that so don't worry you guys there's only fans. so much potting and casting you can do yeah i mean right. come on <laughs> and also <laughs> Uh, I'm she's she seemed to be interested and I'm hoping that she'll come on with us one or two times during this so. season and talk about fear of the walking dead too that would be great she better yeah um and then oh I sh- it shouldn't go without mention um I don't know probably most of you know this but Melissa is the voice of Clementine in Telltale's Walking Yay. Dead games, which is amazing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I forget Shame. that sometimes now. I'm really? just like, Melissa's my friend. Yeah, I know, uh, right? Also, a superstar. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so that's really um, cool. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is pretty cool. We're getting ready awesome. to go do another Walker Stalker Con next weekend. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, and there was a little bit of listener feedback about you guys. I just asked, you know, people online, uh, just I announced that you were coming on and uh, we got a bunch of responses. I'll just read a few. Uh, Anthony Farnsworth said, is Duncan the one with Beavis, the Beavis and Butthead bit? I replied, <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely not. And he, <laughs> and he replied, yes. 
Cat Craft said, fantastic. Can't wait to hear Melissa and Duncan. Love your guest hosting on Walking Dead cast. Yay, Excited to get your take on Fear the Walking Dead. Leanne Hicks said, excellent. They're both hilarious. Good times. And Vince Yanis said, awesome. Always nice to hear from Sweet Pea. Is that like Aww, a Lee yeah. thing? Yeah, is that? Is that <laughs> what is what's this? that from? <laughs> it is. That's okay. what Lee, uh, said endearing pee. term for Clem. Got yes. It. I thought so. Oh, thank you. Oh, and I also want to say, the only thing I'm a little worried about I'm is... Messing with levels here. Yeah, you're turning my... Am I turning you... Thing <laughs> Am I turning you up? <laughs> Super loud. Sweet. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Yours is... Uh, if only people could see what I'm doing right now. <laughs> She's turning my knobs. Very, um, very naughty. Karen never does that. This is great. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, I was going to say, I'm afraid we'll all agree more than Karen and I do, so I want to try and encourage us oh, not to do that. All right. If you don't agree... Yeah, I don't, I don't want to disagree. You never yeah. want to disagree? You, I want you no dis- conflict. Dis- does not compute. <laughs> just presented me with a paradox. Anyways, um, let's see. All right, so let's try to disagree. Not immediately. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't like what you're saying. I don't like this introduction. I think it's all crap. What do you think, Duncan? I disagree. <laughs> okay, good job, you guys. Uh, okay, so this episode, we will have our top five hopes and dreams for Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. We'll have a little bit of news about both shows, Fear of the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead. And then we'll have some big announcements at the end, um, mm-hmm. including the first new additions to our Podcastica network since we started it back in April. So excited to announce yeah. that. Yeah. Sweet. So stay tuned to the end if you care about that kind of stuff. All right, so let's move right along. Attention shoppers, Deadcast Top 5 in 5, 4, 3, 2. (laughs) So it's Deadcast Top 5. This week it's Top 5 Things We Are Hoping For in Fear of the Walking Dead. But I just wanted to ask you both first in general... Uh, if you've seen previews and teasers and things like that, what are your impressions so far? Impressions? Yeah, like, are you like, oh my God, this looks horrible? Or... No, I'm super intrigued. At first, I was a little like, LA, really? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> but um, I, no, I think it, I think it looks, I love the, the beginnings of the outbreaks, Mm -hmm. you know, I love the, the, we missed that. Yeah, we missed that. We didn't, we didn't Mm. get that. Um, and it's, it's one of my, (laughs) I just really love watching civilization fall apart. What if (laughs) instead of fear the walking dead with new characters, they could magically instead go back, de-age everybody from walking dead and Rick would still be in a coma, but they would just show us. Shane and Carl and all of those guys going through. Yeah. Would you rather see that or this new one? Uh, both. Uh, do I have to- <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm with Duncan. I'd say both. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like. I I wish we could see you know the walking you know Fear of the Walking Dead Dallas Fear of the Walking Dead the middle of Ohio. <laughs> I mean, it's just intriguing in general. Um, I like. I want to. I'm excited to see the beginnings of it all too. Totally. Yeah. And I didn't really realize how until how excited until we started seeing some of these scenes. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be great. Yes. What about you, Duncan? Um, I am. I am hopeful and slightly skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um, the some of the intro stuff seemed kind of soap opera ish with the the way they're introducing the characters on the in the commercial. But as soon as the action started, I thought it really started to pick up and get really intriguing. 
So I'm looking forward to seeing how it develops. Yeah, you told me that uh, off the air too. And I thought, oh man, you know, a lot of what I'm reading is that it's slow burn, at least in the first episode or two. So um, I'm a little concerned you're going to hate it. Although then we'll be doing that. Uh, if Melissa and I like it, we'll be doing that whole disagreeing thing. <laughs> yeah, it'll work out. Yeah. I will be the serial contrarian. Did you, you know, I <laughs> wow. really thought that season two got too soap opera, especially in the first half when she, the Shane, Lori, Rick triangle and everything. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like that, Duncan? No, I, uh, I I pretty much liked every episode of The Walking Dead so far and uh, all the seasons as a whole I've appreciated. So I, I really I'm not that worried about disliking this, mm-hmm. honestly. I just, you know, a couple little writing things off the bat, you know, um, the way they're introducing the characters just seemed a little bit cheesy. What in particular? Um, like, uh, like like the kid, the son, when he's talking with the dad, and he's like, "We're all trying to form a family here," you know. It's like, "Oh, so force me," you know. He's just like, seemed I hate a little you, bit, dad. yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, just a little cheesy, a little stereotypical. But um, all that's going to get dropped as soon as the dead rise. So <laughs> right, I'm not there too was worried about uh, it. you know, there's one kid because it's what we know is there's two. I think guidance counselors, or maybe one's a teacher, and they're they're in a relationship and they both have kids from previous marriages. And so I think it's the woman, Kim Dickens child who he's, well, he's a teenager. He's the one that was running with his yeah, shirt. He was like, looked yeah. like he was like in a church shooting heroin yeah. or something. So he's a drug addict and uh, people were afraid that it would be because we've seen so many stories of like punk kids doing drugs or something right. like that. But somebody who saw the first two episodes and reviewed it said that he was much more of a unique, interesting character, kind of vulnerable and not sure of his place. And I don't know, it just sounded more interesting than what you might think of right. as a stereotypical story that we've seen over and over again with that. Right. Nice. That's good to hear. Yeah. Oh, you mentioned the, uh, the slow burn. Yeah. I don't really mind slow burns because uh, the anticipation builds and it's sort of the tension rises and you know that, that, fuse is going to eventually hit the dynamite and it's going to be a big boom yeah slow slow burns are cool Uh, absolutely and you know i'm jumping the gun a little bit here but uh, we we one of the most intriguing things about this series by far is that we are going to get to see the stuff we didn't get to see with walking dead the collapse of society Mm. and i want them to take their time with that because if they rush past it they're just going to be right into the same territory immediately that we started off with in walking dead so yeah let's have all of that kind of teased out and everything you know yeah let's be immersed in the hour by hour unraveling of society Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get into our lists, our top five. Our Why top don't five. you go first, Melissa? Okay, well, um, that's kind of what we were just talking about a that's little fine. bit. Um, I think it'll be really interesting to see. So in The Walking Dead, you know, mm-hmm. Rick wakes up. He's already a sheriff, so he knows how to use a gun. He knows how to, you know, when things are... Uh, looking, yeah. he knows how and it's when to use about, violence. Yeah, and managing trouble and things right. like that, right? So yeah. it'll be interesting to see people like myself who are super non-confrontational, like tra-la-la, living in the <laughs> world, you know, who I don't, you know, I'm not trained in weapons or just, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, characters morph into having to learn how to protect themselves and encountering having to become physical with another human being, like probably, obviously, needing to kill said human being well yeah. zombie whatever 
Survival newbies. Survival newbies, Duncan. That's the word I was looking for. So I, I think that's kind of what I'm um, very intrigued about. That's my hope, or it's not really a hope because it's going to happen. But uh, yeah. if that's something that I'm <laughs> I hope it does. I mean, Everybody there will also die. be plenty of people who don't manage. And you know, right. one thing we know is. When the series starts, there will be like 7 billion people on the planet. Yeah, and right. within a month, there will be like a tiny fraction of right. that. Well, in Los Angeles, is, I mean, that's, it's you know, that's like no millions, joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. no joke. That's like probably the last place on earth I'd want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Well, New York City would be pretty bad. Anyways, yeah. the list could go on and on. <laughs> but the major metropolitan areas. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that goes right into my number five, which is um, excited to see a new location. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of zombies in the woods and people hunting down snakes and skinning them and eating them and trapping zombies in between trees and, you know, all that type of stuff. It's going to be interesting to see a more urban environment, uh, cityscape type zombie scenario where people are boarded up in storefronts Mm. and there's zombies roaming the streets and there's not a lot of options for foraging or, or, you know, that type of stuff. So it'll be really cool to see it in, um, in just a new environment, new settings. I'm sick of kudzu. Or whatever you say what that. Kudzu? It's the what it, foliage that's all around Georgia. Oh, okay. <laughs> that lush green. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe we'll get some desert this time. Oh yeah. Or well, you know, yeah, that's what it is. Zombies impaled on cacti. And, God. And more suburbia. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super. Yeah, cool. that'll be fun. Yeah. I loved seeing the little teaser with the mom pulling her groceries out of her SUV and in the reflection in the window you see a, a zombie kind of right. ambling up. Oh man, I missed that. <laughs> there were the, there were a few little 30 second teasers that were re- very LA, all of them. There was a skateboard park, a really cute girl in her bikini in a pool just like floating in the pool and you see a zombie kind of trudge up. Right. <laughs> it's really cool. Have you guys uh, have you guys ever had zombie nightmares? Yes. Yes, I, I love those. <laughs> I love those, he says. I, yeah, yeah, they're pretty awesome, but um, you guys should prepare for more of them now because this is going to hit home for you guys at this point. I hope so. With the, L, with the L.A. scene. Dude, know, we're so right? un L.A. Well, up here. <laughs> I spend enough time in L.A. LA that, yeah, it's my it's my second home. <laughs> L.A. is pretty cool. I mean, my my wife spent years there and yeah. she and I had this whole Northern California I, I don't know if people outside of California know, but sometimes there's this sentiment of northern versus southern right. here. Yeah. And uh, NorCal, but, SoCal. Yeah. And the northern California stereotype is they're all kind of granola, like, I don't know, hippies. And right. southern California is their um, kind of shallow Hollywood types. Right. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I just sort of got that by osmosis and then when i met no, my I wife who's down there she loves la and she she showed me that there's all, all different it's very varied and you know i i had that the same because i grew up mm. most i mean i've been in san francisco since 89 but since i've been splitting my time between la and san francisco yeah. i i went down there with an open mind because i was like well i gotta be right, here right, this exactly. is where my industry is and and i discovered so many awesome pockets of Great things. Uh, LA is actually very cool, right but on. it is industry. It's yeah, also it very is. weird. Yeah, there's so many. Everyone <laughs> has a script. What do you do? Who do you know? Yeah. How are you important? Why should I know you? And the energy actually, I found to be kind of cool. Like really uh, intense. People are 
ambitious and creative though you know yeah. and yeah they're more like here it's so laid back <laughs> <laughs> and i like that too that's me but yeah it's fun to yeah. be in a different environment yeah. sometimes yeah. anyway where were we is it my turn it's your turn it is number okay. five so since uh we'll be starting off with no zombies or maybe one zombie i assume then i want the non-zombie <laughs> stuff to be really compelling they say it's a slow burn so i want them to have Good characters, good situations, um, good filmmaking. I just hope, I guess what I'm trying to say is like that if you just took the zombies out, it could still be a pretty good TV show. You know, that would be amazing. <laughs> um, I, I don't want yeah. that. I, I mean, if the, if they never came in, I wouldn't keep watching. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, just saying, yeah, <laughs> it's like, where's the Walking Dead <laughs> I'm supposed to be fearing? But you know what I'm saying? Like, I just hope that the rest of the show rises to to be a, to be a, a good quality show. Yeah, Agreed. without the zombies. I, yeah, I, the I, I, I agree that. too. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I disagree. Just said. <laughs> you can agree with. Um, uh, everything I say, I just oh, didn't want okay. to agree with each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 that is uh, important, I guess, as well, because the slow burn. Yeah, it's especially they, important with this show, I think. Yeah, we need to really get sucked into these people's story. Mm -hmm. um, totally. So, And then, you know, it is going to be awesome to see all this breakdown and everything. But eventually, if the show continues on, and it will for at least two seasons, we know, it's going to get to a point where things are kind of like they are with the walking dead, I right. assume. And I, I guess they're hoping by that time that we're all attached to the characters and everything. Yeah. But I hope they also find a way to make it different. Right. Speaking of the, uh, the how there's two seasons that have been announced. Do you know when the second season will be airing? Will it be staggered in between the walking dead? I hope so. It's going to be damn hard to podcast if they're both on at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, shooting out in L.A., they can pretty much shoot all year round. So they can shoot later in the year and then start airing it in the winter in between, you know, during the hiatus. Yeah, they're like, shooting mostly in Vancouver. What? Oh, really? Yeah. That's hilarious. They're doing exteriors. They did the pilot in L.A. <laughs> L.A. is too expensive. Yeah, that's right. Everybody's leaving L.A. I mean, they, oh, they've they been doing that for a while. A I think X-Files was in, in yeah. Vancouver. Yes. Stargate. A. <laughs> Stargate. All right. Your turn. <laughs> oh, me again. Mm -hmm. All right. Let me. Ugh, I close my list. Um, <laughs> I, I'm interested because they are basing this around uh, a family, two families mm -hmm. that we know of thus far. And as we know, I'm, I mean, this isn't a hope. I hope someone important dies. But um, it, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that because as we have seen uh, pretty much in the beginning of the outbreak, everybody has lost someone, uh, child, yeah. parent, sister, brother, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're, you know, immediately starting with this close-knit family. And I'm like, I don't know. It'll be mm -hmm. interesting to see. Ugh. Not trying to kill <laughs> off any characters right away, but how they choose to do that because I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I got a bad I, feeling about that family unit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone. Yeah, is I think not gonna make my it. guess is You're that gonna die. Who's what are the characters? Madeline is that? There's a teenage girl. I God, I don't know. Well, the the <clears throat> mother is Kim Dickens. That's yes. the actress, right? Right. And she is kind of a big star. Right. And I would not be surprised if she said, oh, I'll do your show for one season. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Characters, we've got Kim mm. Dickens as Madison Clark. Madison. Alicia Debnam Carey as Alicia Clark. Mercedes Mason as Ophelia Salazar. Cliff Curtis as Travis Manawa, etc. So I just think if they killed off either 
what did you say? Madison? Madison Clark. Or the other one's Travis, the, the man? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Travis. I have a feeling that by the end of this season, one of those two are going to be gone just because it would be so unexpected. I could be wrong, but that's hmm. my feeling. I hope one of them's gone. Yeah, I hope <laughs> someone died. <laughs> you know what would be really just mind-blowing is if everyone died and then yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. let's, now we're going to Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that would be super rad. That would fulfill my, my need to see how this is going to go down in different All environments. Different yeah, you know, because all, all the states are just so different. Yeah, see well, how I people see react overseas too. Yeah, overseas, yeah. everywhere. Like Norway, how would the Norwegians handle this? Probably way better than the Americans. I don't know why I just got it. I just turned it political <laughs> somehow. Can't do it in Texas because there's so many guns that the zombies wouldn't stand a chance. Well, I, yeah. maybe Texas is the state you might want to <laughs> go to. In Arizona, Arizona. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, Duncan, your turn. All right, my number four is fat zombies. Mm, mm, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because freshly uh, turned fatties. Yeah, good freshly one. turned zombies. That opens up a whole lot of casting opportunities for people. They better have fat zombies, but it is L.A. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> like jogs and does Pilates. True. Yeah, and we'll see good. some hot zombies. They're all that's fasting for sure. and juice Raining all over my parade. Yeah, yeah, we'll see hot. Yeah, we want hot zombies. Screw the fat zombies. Bikini <laughs> Botox zombies. zombies. Like Channing Tatum walking yeah, around as a I zombie. Jennifer Connelly zombie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's a very valid point because, uh, and as far as uh, extra work and zombie work, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should go to LA and be a zombie. Um, yeah, because it's been so long now. Some healthy looking. Uh, some healthy-looking mm-hmm. zombies, or better be, right? Yeah. Well, w- w- from what we've seen, they don't look at all decayed. Right. Withered they just have some blood on their turning. eye or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been so long in The Walking Dead now that all the zombies are, like, t- walking around like twig figures, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, it'll be good to see some fresh Some freshies. Fresh zombies. I yeah. wonder if they'll their heads won't be like butter these new ones no they'll still have like <laughs> it'll be a little harder to oh yeah that that totally adds a different them. yeah that's right <laughs> all these gosh the fat zombie thing just opens up a whole new world <laughs> the walking dead zombies, fat zombies you, can... you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah what is it? cartman zombie can you do a cartman zombie Duncan? yeah <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Good. Okay, my turn. So number three, I want them to take advantage of the fact that the audience knows way more about the threat than the characters. That could be seen as kind of a weakness for the show, but if they're clever, they can maybe find ways of turning that around to an advantage. You know, if they can get us yelling at people in a way that, that we're really excited, like no, no, don't do that, do this, no, right. then that could be pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely. And sort of the same thought. I don't see how the zombies are going to be scary, but I hope they are. I hope they find a way to. I think they'll be a little bit scarier in this one so? because it's going to be so. such a new. I mean, even though we're very familiar with zombies, but to them, to it the, will it'll be, be it, more effective that these people are like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, and like these crazy grandma. Why yeah. are you looking at me like that? Yeah, yeah that's the, creepy. All the characters <laughs> in The Walking Dead are so jaded at this point that they don't have the reactions of terror that would incite yeah, the, right. in the viewer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it'll be good to have that on the new show. I think it's yeah. going to make the zombies scary again. I hope so. To, I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, me. Oh, me. 
Oh, um, me, oh, my. oh me. Um, I think it'll be interesting again because it's going to be in a city, large city. If they bring in any dynamic of how, because obviously the the people we're going to be following, they seem like a decent family, very nice folks, <laughs> good law people. abiding, good people. So I Don't wonder judge if a book there's, by its cover. yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Um, But I do wonder, because it is, you know, going to be in a very urban area, that if they're, you know, going to play into the... The whole gang thing. Yeah, the Uh people who already have, are already, you know, have some negativity in their lives. Yeah, I hope so. Bad folks, if you will. Um, Yeah, because we haven't really seen, like, I, I mean... In the previews, they don't show glitzy Beverly Hills or anything. They yeah. show kind of middle class neighborhoods, I think, from what yeah, we've seen. Yeah, it's supposed but to be in like East LA. Is it's it? actually okay. uh, like even like middle class to like a little, a little under sketchy. If yeah, they will. that would be rad. <clears throat> yeah, um, or Jenny maybe they'll rad, even come dude. together. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll come together to fight together <laughs> yeah. in this. Because not necessarily, you know, just because people are poor, more poor. Doesn't mean they're they're yeah, bad, but they have street point. smart, so maybe yeah. that could even like Oh yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what you'd want to be. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no. That would be awesome to have um yeah, like just gang members and and you know, in times of crisis, people who are at odds sometimes come together. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. And they maybe can handle themselves a little bit better. I always thought it was pretty lame how when they first found the prisoners right. in the prison yeah. and they went in and were so bad at killing zombies. You remember that yeah. scene? They're like kept shanking him. Right, and right, stuff right, like right, 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 right. I don't know. It almost seemed comical. Well, it was kind of interesting too, though, because even though, I mean, obviously, you know, a few of the prisoners were genuinely bad folks. There were a couple of the characters that weren't really necessarily bad people. And yeah. it just goes to show that we're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah, and even so the it, ones it sucks that for everybody. like are hardened criminals, I still think that in a really harsh time like that, at least during the heat of it, they would help each other out. You know, right? I, I, I really oh, you guys so. are so sappy. Kill all the competition. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all like, unless they're completely, you know, I don't know, the Jeffrey Dahmers, and then you're kind of like, well, shove, make him, make him the, uh, I don't know. What do you call it? The puppet, the push him out there for the zombies. <laughs> yeah, the bait. The bait. That's the word. <laughs> okay. Is it your turn? It is Duncan, my turn. Before. My number three. Fuckity fuck 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 is to learn <laughs> how it started. <laughs> See how the collapse unfolds. You mean um, like the cause of yeah. the zombie outbreak? Like to really comment on my number two is to keep secrets. I don't want to know any real details about the specifics uh-huh. of what is causing it, but I, I, I want to learn how it started. Like right. what patient zero what is happening, but not like, why. Yeah. Like yes. the monkey in the jungle you know, bites someone or a mosquito. Ow. Yeah. You know? Cause that's one of the, uh, one of the interesting things about the walking dead that I've liked is they never tell you yeah. what the virus is or, you know, right. What created it or where it came from. Right. That mystery is kind of. I think you're going to get your exact wish because, from what I've read, Kirkman doesn't not want to tell. He just doesn't think it's interesting to tell, like where if the virus came from an alien planet or something. But he, but I think the show will sort of detail how everything fell apart, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Like where the first outbreak is, that kind of thing. 
Like, I don't even know. Maybe even it should. Yeah, you know, we should really get a. I hope we do get a sense at least of. I didn't think about that, but what's happening in other places? Because at least for a while, you'll have communication worldwide. You'll have news outlets. Yeah. You'll have power. So and TV is it all happening radio. simultaneously all around the world, or does it start in L.A.? Maybe? So we'll right. Yeah, we'll get it from the perspective of the clueless um, viewer at the time. You know, like the yeah. person on the street who's getting the information, who's not a scientist, who doesn't know the details of what's happening, but they're seeing all the steps of the of the collapse unfold. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it all starts. I saw, you know, in some of the previews, like this kid is trying to tell uh, Madison, the guidance counselor, people are sick all over, and she's like, "No, worry, you know, it's not a problem." And it kind of made me think of some things that you guys said about conspiracies. Like mm-hmm. some people are starting to believe that there's something going on, but everyone else says, no, no, no. Next thing you know, conspiracies don't the exist. world's <laughs> over. Well, and at one point. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is, you know, some, sometimes people are right. <laughs> well, and at one point in, in one of the commercials too, she was just like, oh, because the principal was like, I thought you were, you know, I thought you had fallen sick too. A bunch of kids have been out. She's like, no, no, I had my flu shot. And I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Human beings are just led in into believing that you know these i don't know pharmaceutical companies are you know just our gods and our holy saviors when really make sure you get just, your mercury injection yeah yeah we could all go down i mean that's a potential exactly. threat virus which makes it even scarier i mean because uh, you know humans like to be comforted so we think mm-hmm. that you know we're in good hands and we're being taken care of by like science and but you know on honestly i yeah. mean really we're, we're yeah. just these vulnerable little yeah Meat puppets. All it could take is one bad batch <laughs> I know, of vaccines right? and everybody's contaminated with something. You know, it'd be a great ending to The Walking Dead is uh, they defeat all the zombies and then an asteroid hits the earth. Yeah, I know, right. We're free. They defeat all the zombies, and then the power's been out for so long that all the nuclear reactors in the world melt down and just destroy. Right. Uh, I was thinking since it was Los Angeles, maybe there'd be like a giant earthquake and a tsunami thrown in there just for for Hollywood's sake. Karen would really be protesting this right now. (laughs) Well, we're just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Okay, my turn. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I, this is kind of a small one, but one thing that I've wanted more of in The Walking Dead and that I like about zombie stories in general is the whole thing about how people that you know and love are now mindless threats. Yes. And we've gotten a little bit of that in The Walking Dead. One of my favorites was in the prison when everybody was getting sick and turning mm-hmm. in, at the beginning of season four. But for the most part, the zombies are all people that they didn't know before. Right. So I want to see more of. Of, you know, seeing someone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. The most potent example of that for me was uh, Morgan's wife. Yeah. Like yeah. that. So yeah. But it was, yeah. That it was, was like, that was it. And, yeah. I want to see more stuff like that. Closest to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, yeah. That would be that. And it, I think it will be. It has to. I mean, you it doesn't have so. to be. They might avoid that. But, but there's like, so many people who aren't zombies yeah, right it's, now. It's that kind of that notion that makes zombies so frightening. Yeah. It's one of the twisted things that kind of perversely turns me on about zombies. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you, and that goes with what I was saying of of having to see these characters use violence maybe for the first time in their lives, and it might mm-hmm. be on, on someone. Yeah, and on that topic. <laughs> God, this is twist so uh, twisted. I know it is. <laughs> Funny, the other day, my girlfriend asked me. 
if I turned into a zombie, could you kill me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd kind of have to. Yeah. Unless you it was have... like a Shaun of the Dead scenario. You could lo- lock her up in the Mom. shed. And... <laughs> Phil! <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm guessing it. you finished your sentence before. If I turned into a zombie, you're like, I would yes. kill you right away. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, I love you too. She's like, yeah. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> or I'd kill you too. <laughs> I'd kill you too. Oh, you should have her come on sometime. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. She's into it. Totally. All right. Whose turn? Where are we? We are Is at it number back two. To me again? I kind of like I've been talking about all my one. I've been talking about all my damn points and all my points. Um let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I literally I just talked about uh all my points. All your points. All okay. points. That's cool. Um I'm just I'll just end it with I'm very excited for this. Yeah. Um I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be really good. And you know what? <sighs> I'm easy. I'm so easy. <laughs> I yeah. said it on a podcast. I'm easy, folks. So you line up. Um, no, I just uh, even if it's shitty, I'm probably gonna still like it yeah. because I uh, I like things. I don't know. I have high hopes, but I'm also not gonna be someone who's gonna be tearing it apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so the I'm same just excited way. to see how it goes. God, Once I'm sorry. invested in a franchise or something, it takes a lot to to turn me off from it. Yeah, it would have to be like. Just, really I don't even, yeah, I can't even <laughs> give an example that's of something like that's Sharknado. so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> and if it was, it would Ugh. be kind of, I don't know. I mean, it would just turn into the, yes, exactly. What you said, Duncan. <laughs> if it's <laughs> it just sort of else. meh, then I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit here and criticize it and ridicule it and hopefully I'll have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We can, I don't think we have to worry about it. Yeah. Hopefully. Our podcast will just become, yeah, just... Mystery know. Science Theater well, 3000. Exactly. There's going to be some good writers and everything. brilliant. So. <laughs> Duncan? All right. I kind of dis- discussed my number two, which was not not learning too much, keeping secrets of the details of the outbreak and its origins and what yeah. it is. So I'll skip to my number one, which in all capitals is Double the Walking Dead. Twice as much oh, Walking yeah. Dead, Yay. which I'm looking forward to, because mm-hmm. there's that huge gap in between the seasons where Seriously. there's no Walking Dead, and I'm waiting for the comic every month, and technically everybody that gets close to me. Yeah. <laughs> technically, it's only 1.3 times as much, but well, I, I feel you. For the first season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know if we know how many episodes of the second season, but yeah, more Walking Dead. Yeah, why do they do that? <laughs> why do they only have, like, they did that with Better Call Saul. I was like, how is there only, like, seven episodes of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, well, why aren't there show. more? They did it with Walking Dead, too. The first yeah. season of Walking Dead only yeah. had six. Yeah, I imagine it's pattern. just because they have... They, I, I, my, my thought was maybe they want to use people who are on both shows like Greg and Nicotero's right. and, and just get everything up and running. So to give them some breathing room to get the machine going, you yeah. know, All right. not have to rush have it. Have you guys heard anything about cameos or anything like that? Cameos. Yeah. From like no. uh, people from the walking dead. I heard a rumor that that one Latino guy from uh, walking dead in the beginning, I forgot his name. Him and his family left oh, the camp early um, on. Jose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Really awesome, nice guy. Yeah, super cool guy. And I can't remember his but, name. But uh, I don't know if I believe that. I think it would be cool if we saw, like, Stephen Young shambling along as a zombie, you know, just for, like, two seconds or, like, a couple of characters oh, you from mean the other show. Like, not, not as not their as characters. Oh. But <laughs> just like, making oh, little zombie sense. cameos, you know. Time travel zombies. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. 
Well, they try not to do things that is going to take you out of it. That's why Kirkman said he, he'll never be a zombie because he's too noticeable. Yeah, too well known. Right. Yeah. And I thought of that the other day when I was watching the trailer and I saw there, there's like um, a clip of a zombie looking through the slats of a, of a front door or something like that. And it just made me think of Shane as a zombie. I was like, oh, that'd be cool if we had zombie cameos. But <laughs> right. Cast members of the original show. That would be cool. Um, I disagree. So let's move on. <laughs> uh, so my my number one is uh, I kind of already talked a bit about it, but we have the potential to see just a much more massive scale of people failing to cope with zombies and just massive death. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I I, I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds yeah. horrible because the initial massive wave of death had already yeah. taken place when we started in the yeah. season one of The Walking Dead. So we're going to see some serious serious you know destruction and levels of casualties that are beyond anything we've seen and i hope they can do it in a way that makes at least some sense you know we're going to witness the collapse of society episode by episode and uh, i hope they can do that in a way that's really tense and entertaining and well yeah because It'll also have the, the police and the military because mm-hmm. we don't see that because they've already been, you know, it's all been gone. Yeah. Um, and like, the, I don't know, the CDC and mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, it'll Governments be interesting. I know. How yeah. would our, how would our government handle that? Probably yeah. not well. And but. I wonder if, I mean, how would they start it? <laughs> the way, yeah. the way, the things that, uh, happen here will shed any light on the other series. I don't know, but mm-hmm. maybe, I mean, there are, they are near DC right now. So, right. Maybe it will. Oh yeah, that would be kind of cool if we saw something on the new series where there's news clips of a, a certain scene or building in DC where some action is going on, and then when our crew arrives to DC in The Walking Dead, the original show, we see that same scene mm-hmm. just blown up and destroyed. Right. So we see like how it like like you know right right the after remains each other. Of like, it, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. They should totally do something like that. I agree. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, so we got some listener responses, some really good ones from you guys about what you're hoping for. Um, I thought we would just take turns reading these. We'll go Melissa Duncan, me. All right. This is from Jeremiah Tipton. Uh, you just want that third one, Jason. <laughs> I, I haven't even <laughs> I read that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I try not to hand All those right. embarrassing ones to anybody <laughs> but Karen. But I could have done it with a sexy voice. Well, you could still, you should do it with a sexy voice. Anyways, all right. Jeremiah Tipton. Backstory on patient zero. If we are all infected, how does it spread? What caused the first person to become a walker? And this is what I wrote that Kirkman Kirkman. already said. Yeah, we talked about that. So other people said they wanted that too. And I just don't, I I think you should be ready not to get that. Yeah. But we, but we were right there with you, Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. We all, Yeah. All right. All right. Nancy Wolf says, I'd like to see something besides misery and hopelessness. I'd like to see a few working communities, maybe some humor and possibly someone working on the cure. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Nancy. None of that's going to happen. <laughs> no comic like relief. <laughs> no, I, I bet you it'll be somewhat balanced. Anyway, Jim F. says full frontal nudity. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you, Jim. Yeah, zombies should be somewhat naked. Yeah, I mean, them. someone's going to like bump their head in the shower and yeah. stroll out of their house. Or rip their jeans or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. We'll see a lot of implants bouncing around. Yeah. You know, Ooh, Botox bodies. Implants falling out of boobs, rotting boobs. Yeah. God, I could just, I should do, yeah, I just gross myself out. <laughs> Anyways, um, Nancy Wolf again. 
I'd also like to see a group of four to eight community college kids who add humor. They've been waiting their entire lives for the zombie apocalypse and have a plan. They don't have to be a big part of the show, but an occasional scene would be great. That would be great. That would be funny. It would. Because, I mean, (laughs) seriously, how often do you talk about the zombie apocalypse? Like, I have it all figured out. I've already planned this in my head again and again. (laughs) They're just passing the bong in college like, what would your weapon of choice (laughs) be? Oh, dude, it's actually happening. No, this this won't will not happen. I, I almost guarantee just because for one thing, they've made it clear that people in this universe don't have zombie movies, so they don't know what to do. They don't know what a zombie is. And also it just I don't think it fits the tone. It looks like the tone will be just as sort of grounded. Mm-hmm. And this sounds a little too zany. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I will definitely call it's you a really out, cool idea, though. Yeah, it mm. is. All right. Jose Estrada says, watching the, quote, news as the epidemic unravels, seeing people discover for the first time what we've known for five seasons, watching civilization crumble, see how the infected defeat the military, Mm -hmm. see how the government tries to handle it. See, we just, Jose, we're on the same page on that one. Yep. You got it. My turn, right? Mariano Chacon says, I just want it to be good. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay, I disagree. (laughs) I want it to suck badly. That's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> uh, this is from Kwong Pak. Hopefully I'm saying your name right. Uh, a, for it to start. Yep. B, ethnic yeah. diversity. C, eye candy. Naked Channing Tatum. D, <laughs> new survival situations. E, celebrities gone wrong. Hell oh. yeah. That's what I'm looking for as well, but they I have a feeling. they got to have some celebrity stuff. I don't know, I wonder, LA. because it might, I know it is L.A. I mean, it's L.A. That's so. just what it is. It'd be like Zombieland will get Bill Murray this, to walk in. Yeah, yeah, this I, would be the one it, case where it would be okay to yeah, have somebody kind of stand out if you got like Ted Danson or, I don't know, you Chevy know Bruce Chase Willis. Like yeah, yeah. Che- Chevy Chase doing zombie <laughs> pratfalls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brett Codd. Says backstory as to what was the initial government response. What happened to the leadership? Yep. Matt Hitchcock says, I want to see how long it takes for Twinkies to go bad. <laughs> they don't. They just, they don't. They do. They're made from There's a like Twinkie factory in Carl's eating Twinkies over there on Walking Dead three years later. That's right. <laughs> Katie Levesque. I think I'm saying, I'm getting all the hard to pronounce last names, first names. All right. To see the stuff we didn't get to see on The Walking Dead about everyday normal people and how they reacted and how long it takes them to catch on as to what is really happening and the variety of ways people try to protect themselves <laughs> and what failed and what works for them. Curious to see curious to see it played out. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Anthony Farnsworth wants instant chaos <laughs> and not a slow buildup. Well, according to uh, Jason... That's not going to be the case. That's what I've been reading. Laura Willie-Swink says, well, I had been hoping for frozen walkers in the dead of winter, but with Fear the Walking Dead based in LA, I don't think I'll be getting that. Mm. All hope rides on a walker slash shark feeding frenzy off the coast of (laughs) Venice Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be cool. We got frozen zombies in uh, Game of Thrones anyway, so. That's true. Yeah, some serious ones. (laughs) Uh, Ernest Reich. Urban chaos. I'm tired of wood zombies. Mm-hmm. You're going to get it. It will be urban chaos uh, guaranteed. Yay. Seth Tillman says, <clears throat> I want to see someone go from normal to governor, the downward spiral. Mm-hmm. That was see one of my topics. happening. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that'd be cool. Heidi Loftus says, as a mother of two teenage boys, I'm most looking forward to seeing how the kids process the situation. Mm-hmm. Matt Young 
Sorry, read Fear the Walking Dead as Fuck the Walking Dead. And I don't want oh. to do that literally or figuratively. <laughs> After I read that, I'm like, now I'm pretty much going to think about that every time I see that. Fuck the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Evan Brookman says, I would like to follow a group that gets past the shock really fast, figures out their niche, and just turns on a zombie kill mode. Homegrown zombie killing machines, the A-team of zombie waste management. Got to mix it up and have some story driving drama. We've seen plenty of boohooing, sadness, and confusion. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Amanda Asbury says, "Dare I say romance?" I dare you now, say you should. Does she mean zombie romance? Yeah, <laughs> I'm in love with a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Henry, reinvigorated fear. I want to be scared of just one walker again, yeah. and I think we will be. I think it will be reinvigorated. Mm-hmm. Zach Phillip. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Zach Phillips says a good story and not AMC trying to hit the most demos. Mm-hmm. John Bucket says sheer unremitting terror. Nice. Yes. Sarah Courier getting a better idea of how fast it spread. Maybe news reports of where it originated. That's yeah. what we said. Uh, this next one's really long. <laughs> Uh, so I'll just try to get through it as fast as possible. John Hauser says zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, he's easy to please. <laughs> Maybe not in the first episode. Um, Matt Weishurst says, this idea came from a flashback to the beginning of an episode in season two of The Walking Dead where Rick's wife and Shane saw military helicopters come in and drop bombs in Atlanta. Yeah, I'd like to crazy. see the main characters in Fear the Walking Dead try to survive a bombing mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. directly onto their heads. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that happened 28 and days later, or 28 weeks later, one of those. That's right. Christine Williams, likable, lovable, or even love to hate characters that I'll want to watch every week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nick Pablocki says characters that make logical decisions. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Nick's a smart Alex sometimes. Um, Gary, <laughs> Gary Menke says chaos. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say this is Sean Choi, Sien Choi. Confrontation between the walkers and the LA gang. Oh, yeah. See? I didn't even notice that. We should before. hang out. <laughs> think alike. Brian Campbell says an exploration of human emotion. Hmm. <laughs> Question mark. Maybe can we just have that, Maybe. please? Come on, so, please for once. <laughs> right on, man! You guys had some great ones in there that, that I awesome. stole and put into yeah, my top five. I know um, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, man. Thank you, guys. We'll take a little break. There's more to come. Stay with us. threat to untold numbers of citizens the people he kills get up and kill are they slow moving chief yeah they're dead they're all messed up this is a walking dead cast <laughs> news update okay just a few news items and we're up to the first episode of fear the walking dead first one 
in The Walking Dead, the different groups call the zombies different things, as we all know. They're walkers, rotters, biters, skin eaters, freaks, geeks, whatever. Um, <laughs> so a while back, I asked people on Facebook what they thought the zombies would be called in Fear the Walking Dead. What Do you do you guys have any thoughts on that? Oh, oh, nice. Boy. That's a good question. Okay. Um... If you think about it, there's one word that comes up. Jerks. They, <laughs> jerk jerk off. There's a bunch of jerks roaming the street. Well, that's just like every day. Jerk off. That's Doofers. Doofers. Uh, jerks everywhere. The bite, uh, biters is kind of, I mean, because they bite. So I, I would imagine that people would. But I don't know. I think people nowadays know so much about zombies that yeah. I would just be like, that's a fucking zombie. zombie. <laughs> um, well, because they you know, come off as just being sick at first. A, a, a lot of people said infected oh. and it looks like they're right. Cause showrunner Dave Erickson said, we call them infected, not walkers. Mm. So that's Sickos. what they'll start out being called anyway. <laughs> but you would think then that, you know, they would, everyone would have called them that. Right. But, yeah. And then eventually switched to another name once they realized they didn't want to think of them as human anymore. Right. <clears throat> uh, so maybe they'll, start off infected and then they'll start calling them jerk offs later on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jerks. Um so next AMC's having a sweepstakes. There's this big premiere of the Walking Dead season six premiere in New York. Mm. And you can win tickets for that if yeah. you go to amc.com slash fan premiere sweepstakes. You can enter I think you can enter every day until September sixteenth and they choose ten winners each day. Wow. So that that could be pretty cool. I think most or all of the cast members will be there, and they're going to show it on a giant screen at nice. somewhere. In New know. York. Yeah, in New York. So here's a little something to slightly temper our expectations, which could be a good thing, because in my experience, if you go into something with your expectations too high, then you might be disappointed. Like movies, I try not to do that. You know? Right. Although I'm really hoping Star Wars is good. I know. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Seriously. But Entertainment Weekly gave a rather lukewarm review to Fear the Walking Dead. I think based on seeing two episodes, they gave it a B minus. Oh, well. Quote, the biggest problem with Fear is that it doesn't have a large metaphor yet. The best zombie stories are really about cultural anxieties, and the second episode taps into them better with a police brutality subplot that could lead somewhere interesting. But the Hollywood backdrop doesn't provide any sharp in insight into, say, an industry driven to feed the masses' basis desires. L.A. looks just like any other city, and Nick's addiction raises a question we've seen in zombie movies and dysfunctional family dramas before. Should you save only those who can save themselves? Alicia, Alicia says Nick's inability to get sober fits the definition of crazy. Quote, you repeat the same behavior and expect different results. Different results. She could be saying the same about fear. It keeps repeating the same old tropes, expecting to give us a different kind of zombie show. So I don't know. I actually don't agree. I mean, I think zombie movies often do have sort of things to say about the culture. Romero, that's all his movies have that. But I, I don't really think that's what Kirkman's thing is. I don't think Walking yeah, Dead think it's has really a lot necessary. of social commentary. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's cool for there to be no reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For something just to happen horribly. Yeah. That, I, no explanation, no, no, no reason for it, you know? Like, I mean, this doesn't totally fit what you're saying, but when, um, who's the guy with the big mustache, the prisoner guy? Uh, Lou Temple. Lou Temple, character? yeah. Uh, Axel. 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 When he got shot, like right as he was 
kind of flirting with Carol. It just I mean, seemed you're not a lesbian. <laughs> not that time. They were actually looking like they were starting to get to like each other, and then all of a sudden, boom! Oh, it's like brutal. whoa, snatched from you for no reason. So horrible. Uh, he was supposed to be a bad guy originally, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. They were supposed to have dark. He was going to be shades. a killer. Oh, and then they, for some reason, decided they made to him likable. Good. Yeah. yeah they- cut his role short as well oh well that he was that great lame. i liked him as well yeah. he always had long was sleeves kind of had his collar kind of blocking his neck apparently he had a like he was all tattooed up and you know had a dark side that was going to be slowly unveiled hmm. he's an interesting guy yeah Blue? yeah he's yeah. cool he's a bit edgy <laughs> he is don't edgy. you think <laughs> i like him yeah all right next um Walking Dead put out a casting call for a character named Jason mm-hmm. in his late 20s or 30s. So it's not me. Uh, <laughs> Caucasian slash Latino, smart, friendly, and charming with a puckish sense of humor. He can be a thief, but he'll only steal half of what you have. And only if he knows it won't cause any permanent damage. He's generally a benevolent guy, pretty much making friends with everyone he meets. Uh, people are speculating that's actually for a character called Jesus from the comics. Mm. I don't know. They put out a casting call for this. Yeah, and they often, I think, almost always. Yeah, they disguise put out the names. Information that's not quite right in the casting call. Yeah, where they put this casting call out? That's kind of cool. I mean, um, I don't know if they do it in Georgia or L.A. Probably wow. L.A. All right. Yeah. But uh, like the guy who played Gareth, Andrew J. West, his didn't call for any kind of cannibal behavior right it's more like office worker because they right. wanted him to come off really nonchalant about what he was doing you know yeah they said mm-hmm. that he worked like the type of guy that would be working in like an apple store or starbucks <laughs> mm-hmm. right yeah that's right yeah yeah <laughs> uh, other new characters are Merritt weaver she's the actress as dr denise cloyd who i think is from the comics and ethan Embry as carter who they this article i read said might be an amalgam of different characters from the comic who like try to turn people against Rick. And then there's Corey Hawkins as Heath, who's from the comics. So you comic readers might know some of those guys. Um, that's about it for the news. There's more, like I said in the beginning, there's a couple more announcements about the network at the end, but for now, let's move on to listener moans, groans, and grunts. (laughs) It's a good one. Okay. You want to go first? Sure, it? since I'm not going to be able to pronounce the name properly, why not <laughs> start with me? Yeah, I'm going to go Gijo Puthia or Gijo right, Puthia, maybe. Yeah. All right. I thought you guys did a podcast about The Exorcist. I looked and could not find it. If you did not, you should. I agree. We were deciding between The Exorcist and The Shining, and we mm. took a vote, and more people voted Shining. Really? So we did that, but it was close and right. i i want to do exorcist at some point i've never seen it what nope holy crap my oh, brain just exploded out of the crazy. back of my head wow <laughs> and then you vomited pea soup interesting <laughs> so yeah we'll we'll do it sometime for sure it'll force cool. you to watch it <laughs> i mean you know yeah yeah i want to see Are, it i was it, it freaked me out as a kid and yeah it's i watched um horrifying you know uh phantasm and i think halloween yeah. and then i like 
cried every night like, for nope. years. Yeah. So my mom's like, no more. Of oh, that. they're so effective. She wouldn't let yeah. me watch anymore. Yeah, The Exorcist is a very effective mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, The Exorcist ruined people. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. kind of fucked up their lives. Park. It really kind yeah. of did. <laughs> okay. All right. Next from Paul Elliott. I discovered your podcast while looking for a good recap podcast and really enjoyed it. Then I discovered the off-season podcast and my appreciation grew. Then I discovered that Jason was a fan of Lost and that YouTube previously did a Breaking Bad podcast and I was hooked. The cherry on top was while listening to a recent episode, Jason made a Curb Your Enthusiasm reference and I knew I've found a winner of a podcast. <laughs> One of my other passions is music and I've discovered some great music while watching The Walking Dead. Recently, Most recently, the song Arsonist's Lullaby by Hozier which is used in the season six trailer. I want to know if either of you have discovered new music while watching the show and what kind of music do you guys like in general? Also, there are, are there any songs slash musicians you guys would like to see featured on the show? One of my favorite things recently, a listener wrote in and said, I've got some zombie songs for you and they're zombie themed. And I checked them out and they were really awesome. One's called my body's a zombie for you. I forget who, um, <laughs> that, but it's a great song. I love it so much. But as far as the show goes, yeah, that Hozier song is is awesome. I also like uh, one that Emily Kinney was playing on the piano a little while back with um, in the with, funeral yeah, home. Yeah, and it went back and she did a version of that that was on iTunes. So I got it. it was great. One that I really liked was um, during the episode where Herschel was saving all the people in the in the the um, infected ward of the prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a song called oats in the water by Ben Howard that plays and just really hits the emotion of that scene perfectly. Um, I ended up looking it up, downloading it, learning how to play it on guitar and everything. It's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty cool song. Yeah. God, I, I, I'm feel ignorant cause I hear so many great songs on the show and yeah. I don't actually make the effort to, Hmm, I wonder who sings that. <laughs> I, well, I, love I kind of Bear only do because of the podcast. Right. A lot of times I'll download it and, play it during the intermission or something yeah yeah um, yeah you do that yeah that i wonder was, for fear of the walking dead i wonder what kind of yeah I mean, will they do it the same way the, yeah it feels like because the show got so popular and they didn't expect it to be it's just breaking records it's a huge hit and so putting in some of these songs feels like to me for some reason like maybe if it hadn't been been as big of a hit they wouldn't do that but it um it fits the popularity of the show. I'm, I love it. I think it's it's really great, especially when the song fits just right. Yeah. I had mixed uh, mixed feelings about it at yeah, first. I was like, oh, too, they're yeah. using pop music. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know, just like I traditionally I appreciate scoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But know? I think Bear but, McCreary uh, I think they've used it well. has been knocking it out of the park, too. Oh, mm-hmm. I think he's Bear really McCreary improved. Bear awesome. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I loved his stuff on Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize he was Battlestar. Yeah. yeah. He, and he yeah, was so good. And then really I don't guy. think this season one and two of Walking Dead quite lived up to that, but I think he's he's really found his groove with it. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's he seems to be incorporating more elements of the uh, the Walking Dead theme, like with the uh, the the style of bass mm-hmm. that he used in the in the theme song that are sort of creeping into the show more now, which I really like. And at first, I think he was kind of. Uh, avoiding doing traditional horror things of playing unsettling and scary music and using the music to accent the scary parts because he didn't want to be cliched, but that's really effective. And I think he's found a way to do it. That sounds good and not cliched, but still does that, you know? Yeah. 
Next is from Mofavo. She says, regarding the girl with all the gifts, I'm sure you're getting tons of raves about this book recommendation in your podcast. Well done. Really enjoyed the whole experience. Thank you so much for recommending this great book, you guys. I don't know if you've heard me talk about it, but it's called The Girl with All the Gifts. Um, I'm talking to um, Melissa and Duncan. I know all you guys have. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's the best zombie book I've Ooh, read ever. Right. Yeah. And cool. I, I interviewed the author last week, and he was nice. <coughs> a really nice guy. Good guy. Anyways, she goes on. Like many Walking Dead cast fans, I was having trouble getting to the book, but your podcast motivated me. Last week, I did a few all-nighters trying to get some photos of the meteor showers, Ooh. and the audio version of the book kept me company in the nice. dark in the middle of a Gulf Coast beach. Wow, that, that sounds, sounds cool. so romantic. Amazing. Uh, she says, <laughs> did you read the extra chapter? I'm in a real debate on whether to take that step yet, mostly because I'm just a few days from finishing the book. I did. It's only a few pages. It's like three pages, but you should finish the book first because uh, if I remember right, it would take something away from your enjoyment of the book. It kind of uh, would give something away. Yeah. So wait until the end and then read it. All right. This is uh, from Robert Boyd. Oh, oh, before yeah. you start no, on this I'm one. I'm not going to start. Um, I just want to say, uh, <laughs> so this guy, I, I didn't uh, um, put all his email in here, but he wrote a while ago and he's been listening through all of our episodes okay. uh, from the from back catalog. back catalog because he just started. So he'll make some references to some old episodes here. That's all. Right. all. Do you want to take that? Do you want to field this one? No, go for it. All right. I can answer some of it as we go, but. Robert Boyko, in my last email, I said I was late to the party, so I'm not sure. Fashionably late. Fashionably. High fashionably late. So I'm not sure (laughs) if some of the following has already been suggested, thought of, or said in episodes, but here goes nothing. Quick question here. The music you typically have playing on interview episodes, who made it and what's it called? Unless it's a Walking Dead cast exclusive. It's my buddy Chad. He and I used to be in a band together and we just went into his garage and I kind of sang what I wanted and he knocked it out. I didn't know that. Yeah. Just the, there's some like guitar music we played during the interviews. Nice. Nice. Um, episode 75, you two and a number of people have asked, why are there dead bodies in cars that haven't had their brains destroyed, but also haven't turned? That's a good question. (laughs) When I first heard on The Walking Dead that we're all infected without doing any research or having a medical background, my understanding of it was, one, there are certain diseases slash illnesses that lay dormant in our bodies like herpes. Two, we haven't always had it. Otherwise, why would this all suddenly start around the same time? Obviously, it was something that spread. Viruses spread. It's likely a virus. Three, the virus is activated when a person dies or when the activated virus is introduced into a living specimen. Let's say the dormant virus is highly contagious. That's why this has spread so quickly. And the easiest way for it to travel between people is it being airborne. I think the reason there are dead people in their cars that haven't turned is because they never contracted, con- contracted, contracted. <laughs> I'm going to contract a virus. Con- sign here. Yeah, you can have your very sign own. here. Sign yeah, here to not infect me. You agree to uh, stay away from my family. And, uh... Contracted the initial virus. When the world started going to hell, they kept to themselves. They jumped into their cars. They kept their windows up and then somehow died in their cars. I have an idea as to why those people never rose. Pray tell. Maybe, um, you know how people leave kids and dogs in cars and they're killed by essentially cooking? 
Maybe mm. uh, their brains have cooked to the point where mm. their their synapses no longer yeah. function. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that's a little more likely because, or it, it, those could be in conjunction. Those two, what you said and what what he said. Yeah, but. If Maybe you didn't have suicide. something keeping them oh, in their cars sure. with their windows up, you'd think at some point they would not, there wouldn't be that many people who never even cracked the window. But if there were zombies, basically there were zombies trying to get in and they just couldn't get out. And then, yeah, either their brains were cooked or. Yeah, that is weird. Or there's like a tiny little needle sized hole that you just can't see behind their ear <laughs> where they've stabbed themselves with a sharp object. Wound. Yeah, that is. I, I've actually thought of that as well, but I never actually put more than like, I wonder why. And then I moved on because I'm Jim Carrey, because you're dumb and dumber. No, because you're what you what's called a normal person. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I know. Oh, didn't have question a podcast nothing. The time. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Episode 108, Last of Us Review. One of my top three games besides Telltale Games The Walking Dead. I'm just kidding. He didn't write that. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, one of my top three favorite games. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I love the review you did with Mr. Block. I shouldn't have had you read that one. I know. Horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, curse you, Ashley Johnson. Just kidding. I love her. She's fantastic. Um. Anyways, all right. That's it for me. Thank you, guys. Keep up the great work, and don't get bit. <laughs> we reviewed... The other, the Walking Dead Telltale game, plenty of times too, by the yeah, way. Nice. Thank you. I needed to hear that. <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for writing oh my in. God. Let's Hilarious. move on to next week on Fear the Walking Dead. Next week on Fear the Walking Dead, we have the pilot episode premiering Woo-hoo! August 23rd, 2015. The description of the episode. <laughs> A highly dysfunctional blended family is forced together when they realize a reported virus is actually the onset of the undead apocalypse. With director, yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah, they realize it. It's not not a slow burn. (laughs) (laughs) Director Adam Davidson, writers Dave Erickson, and uh, yeah, let's see, Adam Davidson. Is known for writing episodes on Community or directing episodes on Community, Hell on what? Wheels. Wow, awesome. Mixology, mm-hmm. The Following, Masters of Sex, Elementary. Good oh. shows. Suits. It's interesting. He's never done any Walking Dead, right? Um, no, I don't believe yeah. he has Parenthood. They want fresh voices. Hmm, interesting. That's a great show. Entourage, mm-hmm. Fringe, True Blood, Lie to Me. Damn. Yeah. It's got quite That's a That's a wide range. Rome. Movie. I don't know if you guys have seen Rome. That was a good show. He did, heard it was good. did some Dexter, Deadwood, Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds, Lost, Six Feet Under. Jeez. Yeah, You're just Monk. naming off every good show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. He did none of those. Uh, Game of Thrones. Andy Griffith. <laughs> and, yes. Weaver yes. Weaver. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it looks like uh, you know that should be interesting. It sounds like a, a yeah. good director. Um, for writer, we have Dave Erickson from Sons of Anarchy fame. Um, so He's the um, showrunner, too, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's some talent behind this, so it'll be interesting to see how it works out. Yeah. It's pretty promising. Yeah, I can't On wait. paper. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we are going to be at Walker Strucker Con this weekend in Boston, Boston. and that means we'll be watching the premiere with a bunch of people party but it also means that we will not be able to publish our episode on tuesday like we normally do it'll be out on wednesday so our first episode out after the premiere should be out 
Wednesday morning. Okay. Awesome. Uh, First Fear the Walking Dead episode. Are you guys ready to close it out? Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? The anticipation is killing me. (laughs) Yeah. All right, that's our show, episode 188. Thanks for listening, everybody. I think it was 188. Um, as I mentioned, I got a couple of announcements. So we announced our podcast network, Podcastica, a while back with three shows. This show, The Walking Dead Cast, under the comic covers with Grace and Mr. Blog, and they talk about indie comics, and they're super passionate about it. And they Really good comics they cover, too. Yeah, I've started getting into some that I never would have because of them recently. And, the uh, Walking Dead, Manifest Destiny, Sex mm, Criminals. Southern Bastards. Yeah, Southern Bastards. <laughs> good stuff. They have a good uh, good dynamic going between the two of them. Yeah. Fun, fun show. And then we had Game of Microphones, which was our roundtable-style podcast about Game of Thrones. Yes. And much like happens on Game of Thrones every season we lost a prominent character in our episode 9 Karen Karen decided she couldn't take the show anymore oh my god <laughs> she's funny. like enough of this uh, that was that was pretty interesting it just was too much uh, but anyway yeah, that, that was it happened all over the place this year with um, yeah with Game of Thrones I don't know if you've heard of podcast Winterfell yeah ever hear of that yeah Matt Murdick the host of that completely stopped watching the, uh, wow. the TV show but it's it's turned out pretty well because he started focusing on the books and he's come out with a lot of really good podcasts on theories and speculation and hidden identities and things from the, uh, the A Song of Ice and Fire book series it's really good stuff yeah. if anybody's there's interested. so much to get into are you you watch that right Game of Thrones yeah. oh yeah I knew that oh yeah Okay, so now for the first time since we started the network, we're announcing two new podcasts. Much like I don't want to just podcast with anyone, I also like podcasts that I want to be in the network. I have a few sort of criteria. I want them to be done by people who put a lot of thought and care into what they're doing, but also have fun with it. You know, when I write to publicists trying to get interviews for this podcast, I almost always say... We're fans and we have fun with it. And we're also serious about doing a quality show. And so both of these shows, I think, fit that bill perfectly. And they are Once Upon a Podcast. They cover ABC's Once Upon a Time. Mm. The, it's about like Disney fantasy characters in this sort of gritty real world situation. And then there's the sci-fi movie podcast, digging deeper into the sci-fi movies we all love. So Cool. Once upon a time, once upon a podcast is hosted by Brittany and Amanda. Brittany is a longtime listener of ours. You, if you've listened to our podcast for a while, you may, might have heard her on here. She started our Tumblr page, walkingdeadcast.tumblr.com, and she called in a couple of times. And I was like, "Wow, she knows. She's really got something going on. She's outgoing and strong opinions and fun." And funny, and she's down to earth, and she just seemed right away like the kind of person I'd like to get to know and be around. And I asked her, she and I did a a S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast for a little while with TV Talk Network, and that was great. And she and her friend Amanda are on there together. They have great chemistry, they're really thoughtful and smart and easygoing and fun to listen to. And they almost kind of remind me a little bit of those delicious dish skits from Saturday Night Live. Did you, did you ever watch that? Which they genre kind of, of they kind which of, era was that? It's, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know their names, but they're two women talk, doing kind of their NPR show. 
And they do. I mean, it was this like Phil Hartman day. Yeah, I'm aging myself. Yeah. That's about when I Jim stopped Belushi watching day. it. <laughs> it might be a little later than Phil Hartman. All right. Um, just a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> they're probably going to be like, what? Why do you think that? But they're like, uh, they kind of remind me of that, but more fun and more um, loose. And awesome. They're, they're just really great. So um, they also talk about other shows that they're into and... Uh, they're not, you know, the same. Amanda's tastes run a little more intellectual, maybe, and, or kind of highbrow sometimes, which is awesome. And uh, I love it when people have different perspectives. She's she just got through watching a bunch of Danish TV shows. Oh, and wow! Now she's getting into English dramas. Nice. So it's cool. So if you're a fan of Once Upon a Time, or even if you're not, it would be fun to just go check that one out. And then there's the Sci-Fi Movie Podcast who's hosted by three gentlemen, Rem, Ian, and Jonathan. I think they're all Canadian. Hmm. Uh, They cover a new sci-fi movie every week. They go back to the classics. They do modern ones. They do stuff that's not considered like hardcore sci-fi, like superhero movies and stuff. If you go to sci-fimoviepodcast.com, you can see what they've covered so far. The whole bunch, because they're over 100 episodes. Rad. Alien, Clockwork Orange, Hunger Games, Firefly. (sighs) All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Kubrick. (laughs) I know. So sad. These guys are great. They're passionate. They put so much care into their show. They have great production value. They put clips from the movies they're covering. They say production notes and trivia. So it's not just three guys and their opinions. You learn something when you listen to them. They have a lot of sci-fi knowledge and they're big fans. One guy, Ian, has a Star Wars tattoo somewhere on his body. Sweet. <laughs> so they're into it. They're they're really well spoken. They're also opinionated, and they have different temperament temperaments, and they are not afraid to disagree with each other. In fact, when I was on the show one time, we talked about Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, which is one of my favorite movies ever. That Jim Carrey. Did you ever see that? And um, yeah, it's been a while, but yeah. After I got, I didn't done, get that movie. Well, after I got done talking, I don't understand just why. Sort of, but so like. <laughs> You know, going on and on about yeah. how much I loved it. Then it was Jonathan Stern, and he's like, "This movie was awful." Yeah. And I, I kind of admire that. He wasn't afraid, right? Yeah. It was it was a, a mind trip that it, one. Yeah. yeah, I'm not quite in his camp of it being awful, but I didn't get it. When I, saw uh-huh. it I need to watch it again. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, a watch again. And oh, oh, oh I've only seen it once. Yeah. It really struck me because uh, it just speaks to how we can. You know, get to love somebody, and then when you're around somebody, you just start noticing all their flaws, and you forget what turned you on in the first place. Right. And I thought it was so touching that yeah. they would choose to just get rid of their memories so they could fall in love all over yeah. again. Oh uh, man, I don't even remember that at all. I know, God, <laughs> I just, I, I guess now I need to watch it again. <laughs> I, I love, and and I've been waiting for, I'd been waiting for Jim Carrey to do a movie where he wasn't just mugging because I thought right. he had so much talent. And, <laughs> well, the, I mean, I love Truman those movies show too. But was kind of, wasn't the Truman yes. Show? That was a little but bit on the. Even on the Truman yeah, Show, he still acted kind of like, like Jim Carrey sometimes. Yeah. I like that movie too. Anyways, um, sci fi movie podcast, you guys. Uh, Check it out. These guys are, yeah, I'm proud to have both of these podcasts in our network and I'm honored nice. that they accepted my invitation to come on board. Sweet. Then one more thing. Epic. Another talented listener of ours, her name is Abby Utley. She's from the United Kingdom. She's part of this funky pop band called Isimo. They're really talented. They have influences from reggae, ska, Latin, 
really energetic and fun. And a while back, she did a Kickstarter for this music video slash short short film to go along with a, their new EP coming out. It's called The Coldest Queen. And as far as I can see, it's about Abby fighting this really evil, scaly, zombie slash White Walker looking queen in the woods, in the snow. (laughs) Awesome. And it looks well produced and fun. And I love it when the listeners just do these really super creative things. So um, the video for that comes out on September 1st. And I think you'll be able to see that for free uh, on YouTube or something. But then if you like it, the EP comes out later and you can pre-order it on September 1st. So if you want to learn more about that, go to isimomusic.net. That's I-S-S-I-M-O-M-U-S-I-C.net. And I'll put a link in the show notes. Ooh, Latin. There, yeah, like fortissimo, I think. Yeah, it means Uh, like the maximum. Yeah, full full blast. And then there's going to be a premiere party for in Bradford, England on September 1st, if you're in that area. So you can also find out about that. I wish I was going to be in that area. (laughs) Are you going to London? I don't know. know? I haven't uh, officially been asked. I'm going to stoke those fires. I know uh, (laughs) there's a lot of people in the UK that would be psyched to meet me. So I'm hoping that that works out. Awesome. Who wouldn't yeah, be yeah. psyched to meet you? <laughs> Around the Thanks, world. Thanks, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm only being honest. Come. You too. Both of you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. If you want to call us, you can reach us at 650-485-DEAD. That's 650-485-3323. Or click the send voicemail button on our website. You can email us at brains at podcastica.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash deadcast and on Twitter at Jason and Karen. And you can check out our other podcasts on our network at podcastica.com. And next episode is Fear the Walking Dead Season 1, Episode 1, out next Wednesday morning. All right. Yeah. It'll be awesome. All right. That's our show. Karen is here. We're be Karen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't get bit. Brian Campbell. Campbell.